Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, guess what? We've been nominated for an award. The National Comedy Awards to be specific. It's through Channel 4 and it's all in support of Stand Up to Cancer. You can vote from anywhere in the world and your vote would mean the world to us. So please go to thenationalcomedyawards.com and you can vote anytime before November 4th. That's 2021 if you're listening to this in the distant dystopian future. Thanks so much and we love you. Drunk women Drunk women Drunk women Now it's time Drunk women This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Hannah George and I'm a screenwriter. I'm joined by author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where absinthe meets arson, Negroni meets necrophilia, and Grand Marnier meets Grand Theft Auto. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. I just say stuff, Sarah. That's my job. <laughs> bit, 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 bit and Ted. Bit. <laughs> Habitable. Habitable? Habitable. Fucking hell. This is great podcast material. (laughs) Now it's time for Drunk Women Solving Crime. Hello and welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime. Today we are joined by writer, performer and comedian Sarah Mills. Yay! Yay! Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I've got a notebook. 
We've got a note taker. Love note takers. It's an elite club. Welcome to it. This is excellent. Detective Mills, we are um, very excited to have you and your expertise. But first, before we solve any crimes, we need to talk about a time. Have you ever been victim of a crime? Yes. Do you want to brace yourself for the most depressing sentence you'll ever hear? Yes, please. I'm braced. I got mugged on the way to the job centre in Tottenham. Oh, oh no, no, that is sad. bleak, isn't it? it? I mean, it's it was a while back now. It was when I first moved to London. I was living in Tottenham, signing on, and I was trotting um, through the Park Farm Estate in Tottenham. Mm. And someone it started off as a bag grab, but because I was not going to relinquish my bag that easily, it did eventually <laughs> become a mugging. What, where we did like this like push and pull and then like I just got dragged along the street for a bit. Wow. Um, Shit. Yeah. In the end, and, did you relinquish then? Well, I, I mean, I was forced to because the man was much stronger than me. Um, right. But yeah, I, uh, you know, there was a whole like photographing of bruises and stuff like that. Oh my God. I mean, gosh. I was thinking that like, it's a really interesting like metric of, God, I'm going to sound so wanky right now, but it's a really <laughs> good metric of your privilege because I was like, actually, is that literally the only time I've come into contact with the police Mm -hmm. and I was like actually yeah apart from there was one time where I stole some uh patio furniture from outside a pub in Stevenage and set it up (laughs) a mini roundabout and then got chased by the police after that but like that was I was criming but the only time I've ever been crimed against was this time with the the bag grab which became a mugging and I was like that's actually I've never really given it a lot of thought but I was like that does mean that because sometimes I feel quite like, you know, sometimes you feel well or sometimes you feel underprivileged. And I was like, actually, yeah. overall, that's got to be a good life so far. Yeah, it's pretty you good going. Know what I mean? In terms yeah. of measure. Yeah. Yeah. But still a traumatic incident. They had to take photos of your bruises. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, it came to nothing. I mean, there was no follow up after that day. Oh, man, because that becomes assault, surely. Like there's kind of what, 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 mm-hmm. what did they sort of put it down as? Because <gasps> Do you know what? I can't... No, I think it was down as a mugging. Okay. Because, I mean, it wasn't, it, I was only bruised because, like, he didn't bruise me. Like, I, God, now I sound like I'm um, it, trying to but... ameliorate his work, but like. <laughs> but he's a good man. Because I, yeah, yeah. If I hadn't fought back, I wouldn't be bruised. I bruised myself. Um, yeah, because it was, I can't, I, didn't, I can't actually really work out how I got the bruise. Yeah, it must have been just where I fell because I was literally, like, okay. not giving up this bag. I've heard stuff before where the police or people are like, you just let the bag go. You don't know if they've got a knife or whatever. Like, yeah, never yeah. try and fight for you. Did, were, like, were they cross with you or were they like, that's great. You oh, tried no, to they bag. weren't. I mean, they, they, I don't think they gave any sort of valid judgment on it. I think they just... Okay. Um, processed it I think that I remember them being really good like I oh that's good it is a while ago now I I feel like I was offered like counseling and I was like nice cool mate but um (laughs) yeah like I mean nothing like I say nothing came of it I never got it back obviously you never get a bag back in those situations Mm -hmm. but I just you know it felt like a sort of pointless crime because once he would have got into my bag he would have seen my signing on book and been like (laughs) (laughs) right Boy, I've just I made a poor person <laughs> I mean, not that I don't think you would actually, you know, people crime out of desperation mainly, especially mm-hmm. if it's like yeah. theft like that. So I don't actually know it would, if it would have given him a lot of pause for thought necessarily. But it, I definitely think it would have felt <laughs> like a very pointless yeah, a tug of war with a stranger because it's like there was nothing in that bag worth yeah. either of us having. But at least like for me, there was an admin cost. 
Yes. Yeah. I always think about that if I get my, if I ever got my bag stolen, it's like the worst thing would be like my front door keys. Like, and not in the sense that I think that person would come to my house and rob it. But I just think like, yeah, it's just so annoying having to get keys cut and like fobs Mm. made. Yeah. Oh. Sarah, were there any witnesses around or was it completely remote? Well, it was really weird. It was, no, not really. It was in this like little square, like I say, on the way between my flat and the job centre. And Mm -hmm. I do remember, like I was screaming Blue Merza while it was happening because I'm that kind of a person. Yeah, And I did, like there was one person could obviously see from their window because they went, I see you, I see you. But then they didn't come (gasps) up. And actually, it's never occurred to me until now that maybe that person was disabled. Like, I've always thought, like, when uh-huh. at the time I was like, well, why was this person saying out the window, oh, I see you, I see you, mm. and didn't come down and help me? I found that a little bit sort of bewildering as a as right. a choice. But it's literally only, I mean, I you know, I haven't dwelt on it a lot in the intervening time. But, like, at the, you know, at the time it was upsetting. And I yeah. think, um, yeah, I was a bit like, that was such a weird thing for someone to tell me that they had witnessed it but not come to help and now I wonder if they were disabled maybe yeah yeah Never possibly yeah this disembodied voice just from one of the houses around me came yeah, in going oh weird. I see you I see you like I was it what a male or female it was voice. a woman it was yeah it was an older lady because you know we've um, had a scared. couple of we've had a couple of things here where like something kicked off outside our flat like between these like probably teenagers but they were getting really really like fighty with each other to the point where someone was going to get seriously hurt and we went out on our balcony because we heard the thing and my boyfriend shouted because he's got such a deep commanding voice (laughs) and and we were also pretty drunk as well so it was like you know it was like friday night at midnight or something and we went out and he just shouted off the balcony just and it was always funny what he said he just shouted pack it in (gasps) but there was something about all of the boys stopped because it was like he was their dad or something and like they all dispersed immediately and it's that sort of again it's that annoying thing about blokes if i'd have shouted stop it like they wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't have stopped. Me. Oh my yeah. god, guys! Yeah, but there's something <laughs> this about is that rest. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, because it was quite a scary situation. We and we were up high. I think if we'd been on the ground floor, then maybe you know we'd have just yeah. called the police rather than got involved. But it's that thing of being slightly further away. Um, yeah. Did she call anybody? I guess is the question because oh yeah, presumably. <laughs> Did you did you know that you know did you find out that anyone else had called it in or I don't no, know No I didn't I must mm. have gone to the police after that I think cuz I think my phone was gone so I must mm. have called the police via my boyfriend at the time and they came out and then I went to the police station for these photographs and to sort of give a statement and stuff mm. um uh, but yeah I did find it really odd because I was like stood there in the middle of this square while someone was telling me that they were, could see me and then I was like had well you're not avatar, coming down had avatar just come out I'm just wondering if she was like caught up in the moment she's like I see you <laughs> I haven't seen avatar for so long she was just trying to validate you <laughs> someone pointed out that I'm like obscure reference girl so that was that was a good example it, unless you've watched it recently like what the fuck yeah. what was avatar about I don't that know. is neat Man. unless you just people watched people who are large there you go they i mean i'll, I'll anyway. watch it again tonight that sounds amazing um, <laughs> sarah what we ask on this podcast is we say if you had that person in front of you now oh. um the person who who mugged you what what would you say to them? I would just, I mean, God, do you know what? It's going to sound so much like I'm going for um, Miss World here. But <laughs> I would say, like, I hope things got better for them. 
because yeah. like I mean I you know yeah. I've never fallen to a point where I needed to like grab someone's sure. bag off them in the street mm-hmm. and I really do mean that I mean god it is yeah. so patronizing I think <laughs> that if they'd stolen something worse from me you know if they'd broken into my home or if if, mm-hmm. if I'd had a real trauma from it you know if I'd lost like work or mm. something very valuable then it might have been different but as it stands I think I lost my phone and my wallet which had nothing in it and my job signing in book and maybe some makeup and I and the bag itself and like I could live with that loss mm-hmm, sure. right. do you know what I mean so yeah yeah, totally. yeah I just feel like I don't have yeah I don't have a very serious I, apart from like a lady did nearly run me over today and then promptly <laughs> apologize but that's yeah apart from that that's the only time I've been I see you oh no I didn't Sorry, <laughs> yeah. that was the other day it's way less validating <laughs> Perfect. We um, get that we get that response a lot and I think it I think it makes a lot of sense that you know if you can have the perspective to have empathy it's yeah. almost like there's deep rooted systemic issues uh, yeah, behind yeah, the, you know yeah. it's sort of like it, it is a privilege to be able to like look back and completely I mean it was a very that. poor estate that we were living on and I don't mm. live there anymore I've moved away and I you know began a career and have worked and I don't maybe that person did too maybe they are now richer than me and I'd be like, actually, you fucking can't. Can you give me some <laughs> yeah, money for my yeah. damages? But, you know, I don't know whether that happened. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's so slight in the scheme of things that I... It's Richard Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it's Why good. Curtis? I don't know. I just say stuff, Sarah. That's my job. Cool. <laughs> but... He wrote Avatar, right? <laughs> now it's time. We're going to move on to the true crime aspect of the podcast. So get your notebook out. She's ready. (laughs) She's ready. (laughs) Um, So today, guys, put your coats on because we are going to the Arctic. um, And today we're discussing an Arctic explorer. No way. Yes, way. The We've year... never gone to the Arctic. On this <laughs> what podcast. is this? Bit, bit, bid, bid, and Ted. <laughs> Wait, no way. Is bid and Ted, like it's the aging Ted. female version of Bill and Ted. Yeah, it's gonna get, it's gonna get greenlit in twenty twenty four. I love it. I'm in. I actually um, did love the remake. Sorry, go on. I quite liked the remake too. I, like Keanu Reeves' daughter was such a brilliant impression of him. I yeah, haven't yeah. seen it. It's way too up to date for me. I don't want to start referencing <laughs> recent stuff. <laughs> yeah, stick with Avatar. So yeah. <laughs> I love that that's a sweet burn in this group now. <laughs> a fucking Avatar. <laughs> I think Avatar's such a weird choice too because people fucking love it or hate it. Like it's, it's, it's quite such a room it. It's quite a unique situation. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm the only one in my group who loved it. Like, I don't bring it up a lot because everyone that I know, like, hates it. And I really like it. But anyway, <laughs> that's for another podcast. The Avatar podcast. I got yeah, something no out of it. Yeah, made a podcast about Avatar. There's, I reckon there's at least one podcast. <laughs> there's got to be. There's got to be. Well, I'm going to guest on it at the very least. <laughs> Even if I don't want you to. The Blue Man, <laughs> the blue man Group. <laughs> <laughs> So the year is 1923. The expedition is to uh, the largely ice-locked Wrangell Island, which Mm. is 100 miles north of Siberia. Wow. So we are talking Arctic. We're talking cold. um, And our explorer's name is Blackjack. And what I want to know is 
was Blackjack a man or a woman? Oh, please let it be a woman just to thwart expectations. That would be great. Who named Blackjack? This feels like a nickname. It's a surname. So only because if I gave you the first name, it would give it away. Okay. Um, and Blackjack's oh, just quite cool. Oh, that tells everything then, doesn't it? Samantha Blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> From a family of gamblers. <laughs> what a great surname. That's an actual Who surname, is it? licorice flavoured confection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess woman. I'm going to guess woman. Yeah, okay, I'm going to go no. woman. Because okay. otherwise, you know. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to go man just, just to be different. Just to be right. It'd be great <laughs> if it was a woman. Do you know what? Sometimes on this podcast, I feel like when we ask that question, it's because it's surprising. And it is. Ada Blackjack <gasps> uh, was Ada. an Inuit woman. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So she's Amazing. a woman. And um, now I know I said she's an Arctic explorer and she is, but mm. she's kind of a reluctant one. So let's just, we'll unpack this. Um, okay. First, let me tell you a little bit about her. She was born in 1898 in the remote settlement of Spruce Creek, Alaska. She was brought up by Methodist missionaries and married a local boy called oh. Jack Blackjack. Um, <laughs> yes, shut up. I know. It's, a it's not creative at all. Stop. Fuck off. No. Jack Blackjack. Jack Blackjack. <laughs> yeah, that's his I name. Mean, Maybe usually... they called him Jonathan and he was like, but I want to be cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, he could have changed his name. So he was a local boy and they married at 16. Now, what do you think Jack's job was? And I'll give you a clue. It's kind of my dream job. Chocolate taster. Sorry, that's my dream job. <laughs> pirate. A pirate. Nice. It's kind of Hannah George's dream job. But also it's in 18... It's not quite... Wait, what, when, when was she born again? Yeah, so 1898. We're like in, yeah, we're in 19... 19- oh, good maths. It's too soon for food critics, right? Because I can yeah. kind of see that as a side and hustle for you. And she can't be like, uh, yeah, movies don't even exist. What does Hannah like? Mm. <laughs> um, Golly. I don't think they even have ice cream. Does she do something with animals? Does she like look after What's zookeeper? Zookeeper. Zookeeper. I mean, you're actually quite. You're actually quite dog, close. Dog groomer. Dogs. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're getting close up. We're getting husky, closer. Husky dog wrangler. Sled, dog sled. Oh yes. I mean tree. yes. Yeah. He was a dog musher. Musher. I presume mush, it doesn't mush. mean like mushing up dogs into tiny pieces. I assume it means like being yeah doing the 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 husky thing, the dog sleds. That's, That's what, what they chant. But interesting. It would be interesting to find out the etymology of that word because I don't know where that mm. comes from. I don't know if that's... Oh, musha. Yeah. Yeah, mush, mush. Susie what language Dent, does it come from? I know. Susie Dent, we need you now. <laughs> um, however, Jack was also a bit of a dog himself. And fast forward a few years, Jack has abandoned Ada, leaving her totally destitute with a young son, a young son called Bennett. Now, Bennett was the only surviving child of three. He had tuberculosis. Uh, oh, so God. things are difficult for Ada and she ends up mm. having to give up her son um, <gasps> oh, to an no. orphanage. Oh, no. Yeah, because she can't afford to keep him and oh, to keep paying no. his bills. She's in Alaska yeah. still? This is all Alaska? This is Yeah, this um, is in Alaska. I am shocked that the American welfare system let down someone in need. I'm just going to put that out there. First time and last time. So this is obviously she wants Bennett back. um, And this is when she sees an advert for an Arctic expedition to Siberia run by Arctic explorer, 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 (laughs) uh, Vilhelma Stephenson. Now, Ada was 25 at this point when she sees 
the ad for this Arctic expedition. She has no exploring experience. What job do you think she went for? What use was she on this mission? She went on it. So why did they employ her? What what was it she could bring? I'm so distracted. All I want to happen is she goes on this mission, she does really well, and then it ends with her getting her son back. <laughs> like, if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be very upset. That sounds like a real I, true crime I, ending, Katie. I, I, I want the Hollywood <laughs> ending to this story. I'm not interested in the true crime now. I know, I know, right? Human interest. I'm with you. I know, I know. Okay, I'll get my head back in the game. <laughs> I love it. Katie is out unless it's a happy ending. <laughs> Sarah? The, the first thing that came to mind was like a sort of concubine geisha type figure. Like, Interesting. Isn't that depressing? Yeah, um, no, it is depressing. Yeah, there and very few go, jobs, yeah. Did she go as a cook? Uh, sorry, Taylor, ha- I've, I've made such a face that implies that Sarah is correct that I have to just say yes. Um, Quite but right. yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. She was hired as a cook and a seamstress. Because that's um, what we're all good for, the sex or cooking. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And as she was brought up by missionaries, she could also read and write, which was also seen as quite handy. Um, And she kept a diary the whole time she was there. Again, this is the the amazing things mothers will do for their children because she's doing this to make the money to get Bennett back. She has a paralysing fear of something. What is that thing? No, is it water? Water? Ice? Or ice. I mean, this is like straight after Titanic, so icebergs? Okay, ice is actually not a bad channel. So, so wait, hang on. What year are we in now? We're in 1923 at this point. I mean, you'd hate to be phobic of ice having come from Alaska. Well, she's in Alaska, so she's <laughs> yeah. used to... She That's could true. be phobic of, you know, boats and stuff. Maybe it's awkward conversations. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great line as oh well. Oh, my God, the um... small talk on the ship is just brutal. Yeah. <laughs> the water cooler, oh, my God. <laughs> You don't need a water cooler. In, That's true. The water melter. Oh my god! <laughs> a water heater. They chat around the kettle. Yeah. Oh my god! Chatted around the water melter. That's <laughs> it's a water. That melter really moment. tickles me. The water melter. I remember an amazing line in uh, the Samuel L. Jackson movie Deep Blue Sea. Although you can't really call it a Samuel L. Jackson movie because he dies quite early on. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. Uh-oh. But there's a bit in it where he talks about ice and he just says, he says, ice. It's like it knew it killed the world once and got a taste for murder. And oh, I just, my God. Come on, guys. Wow. It's amazing. Like, ice has a taste for murder. Well, if anyway, water has memory, it probably does. As Frozen 2 tells us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she actually, what it was, is it was something that um, you might not have guessed, but she had a paralysing fear of polar bears. Oh, I wondered huh. if it was going to be an animal. Uh, okay. That feels, yeah. like, reasonable to me. They are deadly. Yeah. I know what you mean when people are like... Yeah, when does phobia just cross into sort of reasonable... Yeah, Yeah, that's not an irrational fear. It could kill her, yeah. (laughs) To be fair, I said paralysing fear rather than irrational fear. Right, yeah. So anyway, she and four inexperienced explorers, all men, head off on this mission to Wrangell Island. So Stephenson... Wait, sorry, Hannah. What is the mission? What are they supposed to do? Well, Stephenson wanted to claim Wrangell Island for the UK, despite the fact that he was an Icelandic American born in Canada. Mm. Um, But he wanted to claim it for the UK. However, why do you think claiming the island for the UK caused an international incident. Because everyone wants the UK to fuck off and stop nicking everyone's stuff. (laughs) We've got that from Katie. (laughs) 
we're still we're in the 20s yeah something to do with the national delineations in the water is it just like a no i guess they weren't there if you can claim it then there's no i mean is it like uh, first come first (laughs) (laughs) well i'll give you a clue like stephenson it seems like although he's this super famous arctic explorer at this point i don't think he's particularly good at his job he didn't do his research on wrangell island um, so what could have caused an international incident? Oh, because they get in perilous danger. And is the UK liable? If he's trying to claim it for the country, are they liable for the rescue mission? Interesting. Sarah, any advance? Is there any like indigenous peoples living there? Or is it just, I mean, it must have been... Right, no. Your face no gets on the way again. That's there. a really good guess, though. No, but Sarah, you're quite close because what it is is that Russia had already claimed it years before. Oh, okay. Oh, right. So there was a there was ownership on it already. Oh, so. of course, Alaska is yeah. So he just didn't do his research. This guy and Stephenson was this like big self promoter. Um, <laughs> and just a little bit more about him. In 1913, he directed an expedition to northern Canada, um, and he was on a ship called the Carluck, and it became marooned in the ice. Now it was anticipated that the ship would be carried off by the moving ice and it would sink. So what do you think Stephenson did? At that moment, knowing that the ship would probably sink. Blowtorch to the ice. Blowtorch to the ice. Uh, Threw everyone else overboard so that he would live longer. Yeah, yeah. And then took selfies. Took everyone else's clothes and wore them like Joey and Friends. Yeah. While they froze to death. That would be a good flotation device as well. I think that flirtation device. I was like, flotation device. What 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 kinks have you got going on? Undress me with your eyes. It's going to take a while, but. (laughs) I do like layers and I make no excuse for that. Um, So the ship was stuck in ice and he knew that it would eventually sink when the ice melted. Yeah, he knew that it would, it was probably going to be. Did um, he just like fuck off with his little ice cleats and a blow up raft? And he's like, good luck. Like he just abandoned them, but he had a way to escape. Well, you're, yeah, you're pretty close. He got off the boat and said he was going to go hunting to get some fresh meat for the crew (gasps) because he's a great guy. But the others on the boat thought he'd left deliberately and he knew it was likely to sink. So they were like, "Uh uh-uh, this guy. And it did. It sunk. He survived. A few, very few others did. Shit. So then, obviously, it's not the most dishonorable thing you can yeah. do. Yeah, and you're mind supposed you, to go down with the ship, aren't you? Like that's yeah. The... And I'm mostly getting this from Titanic's film, <laughs> but I thought this was a thing. Another obscure reference. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's based on a real story. <laughs> I, I just watched the first half of it earlier this year. It was so oh, awful. Yeah, weird to watch it now. Yeah. Yeah, Why it now? Because I was rebelling against watching it because I didn't want to be a sheep when I was 17. Right. Fair. Which I respect. <laughs> Absolutely. He gets back from that and he um, sets up the expedition to Wrangell Island a few years later. Um, so he doesn't go. He's not going on this expedition. Well, you couldn't he- really recruit people if that's your history. Like, who wants who wants to come with me? <laughs> yeah. Well, he did, he did recruit them. It was his mission, but he just didn't go. And he, so he sends the four men, Ada and someone called Victoria. Now, who do you think Victoria was? A man. Ooh, oh, no, you man. said there were men and then there was Victoria, so it's probably a woman. But what, like... A dog! Okay, you're very Ooh. close. You're like, what's the opposite of a dog? Oh, no, is a it cat. a polar bear? <laughs> they had a cat. <laughs> was it a polar bear? Because <laughs> that would be really problematic for Ada. <laughs> 
just sending a polar bear out there with you. But you know, no good, good connection actually, because she is scared of polar bears. But it was, it was a, it was a cat. Guys, Vicky's just hitching a ride halfway, and then I promise she'll take her shit. It <laughs> doesn't um, seem like the right animal to bring on an expedition. That feels like a dog job. But yeah. it's going to catch mice and rats and stuff. Oh, I oh, guess yeah. so. Stop I you getting those so. diseases. I was going to ask if like, right. why they bring cats, but I think you're completely right, Katie. It's that, isn't it? It's that they catch mice and Smart. stuff like that. Okay. I mean, this is why I don't... Cat, but... <laughs> this is why I don't uh, expede... Or whatever the, the verb is. Yeah, I mean, not without your future cat. <laughs> That's why Dick Whittington had a cat, wasn't it? Probably. So, oh, yeah, I think that, that yeah, it's the, the, thing, the reason you would have keep a cat. As yeah, a sort they, of pest I mean, catcher. every animal had to be a working animal in the, in the olden days when times were tough. Yeah. Right. There were no leisure cats. It's a, there it's a very leisure, leisure cat. Leisure cat. <laughs> Okay, cool. So Victoria is going to play a part in this story, and I'm very much here for this. (laughs) So, yeah, Victoria the cat, she's there as well. Ada is being paid $50 a month, uh, and the plan is to stay on the island for a year and see if it's habitable. Habitable? Habitable. Fucking hell. Um, Just in case Amanda can uh, edit it, habitable. (laughs) (laughs) But but keep that in, Amanda. Show (laughs) Hannah... Um, So she was guaranteed food and shelter and wouldn't have to do any of the hard labour that the men had to do. However, as soon as they got there, they realised that the island was way more barren than they thought it was, um, that Stephenson had told them that it was. So hunting was going to be a lot harder. Um, On her first Hmm. night on the island, um, Ada wrote something in her diary. What do you think she wrote? Thank fuck there's no polar bears. (laughs) Thank fuck there's no polar bears. Sarah? I just said, fuck this. Fuck this. <laughs> um, so definitely the F word in there. Katie, take it away. <laughs> Dear diary, everyone's morons except me. Well, do you know what she said? Um, I thought at first that I would turn back, but I decided it wouldn't be fair to the boys. Oh, wow. Yeah. How would so, she have turned back, though, if they were all I on mean, the same boat? It's a great question, to be honest. Um I'm not sure that there was any turning back at that point. No. So it was okay for the first few months. Um, the men set up meteor... Oh, my God. Why do I put these words in? Meteorological. 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 <laughs> the men set up meteorological instruments and hunted and Ada repaired their jackets and cooked meals. But they started to run out of supplies and they were expecting a resupply ship. But the ice closed in and it had to turn around um, and left them with no supplies. So Stephenson back in Alaska was trying to raise money for a relief ship, but he couldn't. It was too late. The ice had started to... um, Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. So they were stuck on the island with no supplies. Um, So by early 1923, they're starving. It was very cold. It was minus something centigrade. Do you want to guess how minus it was? Minus 40. Minus 40? Okay, we've got minus 40. 40. I was going to go 19. Minus 19? Okay. Is this in Celsius? Oh, it this is yeah, centigrade. No, I, no, I want to I just... Oh, yeah. My like, grade. I, I was go. in... The year Obama was inaugurated, I was in Chicago for it, and it was negative 23 in fucking wow. Chicago. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, like, I had to wear, like, the full face thing, but, like, that happens in the lakes region. So it's going to be, like, negative... Okay, but Celsius has huge... Uh, so don't go too dramatic, Taylor. You can do this. I'm Negative adjusting to 35. Sorry, 35? I think I've So we've got 35, sorry. 40, sorry. and... 47, negative 47. Wow. Okay, well, Chicago taught you something because it was negative 48. So that's pretty amazing. 
But we were all close. You were all close. You were all close. It was cold. Female workplace. (laughs) Female workplace. Drunk women solving crime. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f***? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Can I just say what I hope the outcome is? Okay. Because I feel like cannibalism is coming, but I hope <gasps> Victoria just eats all of them. <laughs> that's that's my hope. And then Ada, but Ada gets away, obviously. I love that because it's not cannibalism, is it? If the cat eats them, that's just no. what <laughs> That's just me eating. Yeah, it's just having dinner. I mean, I'm here to tell you, it doesn't go as dark as that. So that's... Oh, um, okay, that's good. I don't know whether that helps you or that's disappointing. (laughs) um, No, we've done some cannibalism. We've gotten a taste for it. (laughs) Um, So apart from the lack of food and the bitter cold, something happened uh, that made three of the men decide they were going to trek across the pack ice uh, to go and find help. This was it. They needed help now. They had to go and try and find someone. What's uh, the pack ice? Is that back into the sea or that's now frozen over or is that across the island? Yeah, I, th- I think what it... I mean, to be honest, I don't 100% know, but what I, I think it is is that everything has frozen over to the point where they can... You know, they they don't have a boat, so they could get back to... They could walk back to uh, they Alaska. Could, yeah, well, not Probably not to Alaska, but maybe Siberia. I don't know, but okay. it was to the next place where they could get help. Um, but what do you think made them go, shit, we need, we need help now? No water. But they've got ice, right? I mean... Oh, okay. Fine, <laughs> but it's salt water. Oh, no, because if it's frozen, I guess the salt content is... Actually, how does this work? Because you can't drink seawater, but if it freezes, it means the salt content is low enough that it's drinkable. I so know, much to I Google would... tonight, guys. So much to Google. <laughs> but, but there must have been, like, waterways that weren't sea. There must have been, what, like, lakes and ponds or... No? Yeah. I and mean, can you drink snow? Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe you can drink snow. If it's snowing. I don't know if it's snowing. It's just really, really cold. It can be too cold to snow. I think that's probably too cold for snow. 
Oh, okay. So we, hey, let's do it. Let's go. We're going with water. Um, any advance on lack of water? Polar bears! What? Polar bears invading! What made them go back to get help at yeah. this point? Yeah. They realised there was no Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were sick Insta of not having... Insta was down. They wanted porn. <laughs> No. Guys, this expedition podcast was supposed to be fun and now it's just become a hassle with all the breaking up and <laughs> what it was is one of the men, Lorne Knight, um got scurvy and Ooh. he was gonna die. Basically. Oh, they needed medical attention. Oh, yeah. oh so they it... went for him. Yeah, they went because they're like Did they bring know... him or they were gonna try and bring medical attention back? Yes. What they did is they went the three men went leaving Ada and Lorne and Victoria at So they, the... there's a cat, there's Ada, and there's a man with scurvy left. Yeah, and that's it. And so these three guys there's go, your sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it did make me think of, you know, that riddle about like the fox and the cat and the Bag yeah. of it's like and the grain. Yeah, the scurvy Absolutely. sailor. Where do we? Which <laughs> way does he down. go? Don't leave him with the corn <laughs> or, or the fox. <laughs> um, so, what do you think? Do you think did they make it? Like, what happened nah. to those three? No. Oh, okay. Those big now from to Sarah. Die, right? Katie is another. They have to die. Taylor. What's <sighs> What's fascinating is that it took, it it sort of surprises me both that they're going to try to do this impossible trek because someone's ill, which almost feels like, well, why didn't you do that before anyone got ill? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's so funny what it takes to push people to really push themselves. And it's interesting that it was that. I reckon the guy with scurvy probably doesn't make it, but they do I, I feel like maybe one of the guys gets to a village and they do come back and Ada survives and Victoria's fine. She's living her best cat life. <laughs> I want Ada to befriend a polar bear. Not Ada. I want the cat to befriend a polar bear and for that to be the basis of a future Disney movie. <laughs> that would know, be I mean, good. And then she can, Ada confronts her fear. Exactly, and that's 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 what it is. It's like Ada goes on a journey where she starts off being scared of polar bears, yeah. But because her trusted companion, the cat, it's like okay. paves the way with the yeah. polar bear, then they ultimately become a triplicate, a bit like you know Simba and Pumbaa and Timon. Yeah. In Lion King. Yes. Hi, this is like, is that Pixar. We've got something <laughs> for you. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's great. I wow, love it. I just got Pixar on speed dial. <laughs> I'm actually really successful, guys. No, I, I know nothing of that. But um, <laughs> your phone um, is so translucent too. It's really cool. <laughs> it almost looks like my hand held off against the Um I'm really good at mine. So Victoria and Oliver. I'm just floating uh, some titles. Yeah, we need. We need. There's already new... been a Disney cat called Oliver. Oh. Is there? Yeah. Why don't we oh, call right. the polar bear Albert and then it's Victoria and Albert and then you're tricking people into thinking it's about oh the monarchy. Oh my god. god. You're you just doubled our sales. <laughs> that is Emmy Award winning well, Hannah George. Coming up. I'm so Let's all get really close. Really that was amazing. I'm in. in for that moment. I'm in. This is great podcast material. <laughs> Listeners, we all put okay. faces in. Guys, they no, the the three men never made it, they were never seen again. Oh That's it. gosh. Go. Okay. I'm a soothsayer. <laughs> Katie knows. But so I think in our Pixar movie, what we're oh looking for is we're looking for a baddie, and we found our baddie here in Lawn Knight, because Lawn Knight is the one with scurvy. Oh, now no. we have scurvy. Oh no. Oh no. 
So Ada becomes his nurse, his companion. She does all the hunting. She collects all the wood, um, despite oh. herself growing weaker and weaker from the fact that she's not got any food. Jesus. Um, and Lorne was all told, like, just a bit of a twat. He was horrible to her. Oh, no. Um, saying that she wasn't taking care of him properly and that her husband had been right to abandon her. Oh, my God. And that it was no wonder two of her children had died due to her incompetence. Fucking hell. Do we only know this because she's keeping a journal? Sorry. Yes, I mean... To be fair, he could have been really nice and she was like, you know, I'm going to make this more dramatic. No, but yeah, I was we just know... trying to predict like, oh, where's this going? How do we, we know? Yeah. We know this from her, not from him because... Why did she not just like like roll him off the side of a fucking Yeah, that's a bold strip. move for him to attack the one person keeping him alive. Yeah. White male privilege, guys. Yeah. There it is. Uh-huh. It's just like, yeah. It's it's insane. Um, I assume I can keep abusing you and you will continue to care for me. Yeah. So she wrote a passage in her diary about him and said he never stopped to think about how hard, much hard work it is for a woman to take four man's place to um, woodwork and to hunt for something for him to eat and do waiting to his bed. So she's doing all of this stuff and she's, you know, rightly getting annoyed, but she took good care of him, gave him most of the food. Six months later, he died. So of course we've lost the guys. So it's six months that she's kept him alive for, but he has died. So a waste of her energy. Or was she just slowly torturing him? And this is the diary of an... Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, like Gone Girl. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's Gone Girl. Oh my God, it's <laughs> Gone Girl was mere fan fiction of Ada's diary. <laughs> yeah, guys, we've we've just lost we've lost Pixar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apart from the cat, apart from Victoria, I the she's the cool girl on the ship. <laughs> yeah. Apart from Victoria, she's um, Ada's all alone now, not knowing when or if she's going to be rescued. Um, so she starts going full survival mode. Um, What's the cat eating? Like, how is the cat still yeah, alive? Just, because, Ada's, because Ada's so good, she's feeding the cat, right? Like, that's it. The cat must be getting something. Because um, giving up some protein, because, right? A cat Yeah, can, that's a... That's yeah. pretty sacrificial. Anyway, carry on. I'm sorry. But you're I'm right, sorry. Sarah. If there's fish, then hmm. that cat is in seventh heaven. I mean, that's yeah. like, that's great. Yeah, Ada starts going full survival. What do you think she does to survive? More specifically, what does she build? She builds two things. A sauna. A sauna. Love that energy. Can't live without it. What does she build? She builds two things, you said. Mm-hmm. A boat to get her out of there. Ding, 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 ding. So... She- Builds a fucking boat. She rebuilt their boat, which was wrecked, building a new one out of animal skins, canvas, oh. and driftwood. Um, she built awesome. a raised platform to look out for polar bears because she's still scared. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but Ada, you know, she's so determined to get survive and get back to her son wow. um, that she was eventually rescued. She didn't use the boat in the end. Um, she was rescued three months later by a ship called the Donaldson. Um, she'd been on the island for almost two years. Um, I know. Shut up. And- as she was a female explorer, obviously it was documented exactly what she was wearing as she came to the of ship for rescue. Oh my sake. God. If, she, if her skirt had been too short, we would have left her there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I so, hope it wasn't out of season. Oh. So what do you think she was how, wearing? What, but I, oh, wanna, so I just really want to understand what, how this took two years. So they were there for a year, then the boys left and they she was looking after this guy for six months and then she was on her own for three months? Yeah, so probably just under two years, I guess. 
Right. That's a long time. It's a really Hang on long a minute. Time. They would have had seasons. The ice would have met, like, surely the ice is bad in winter and then the spring comes and then they could have been rescued at the any time. The ship was wrecked too, though, so that's why she was... But the rescue ships could now, you know, once it's melted, the rescue ships can come. Maybe she po- finished it right as the rescue ship and she's like, Donaldson! <laughs> right as the last nail went in. She was wearing animal pelts, I hope. Animal pelts? Any advanced like on animal body pelts? con animal pelts? I hope. Yeah. What is a pelt? I was just going with it. Skin, like, like well, it's yeah, the, like the fur, fur and the skin. Yeah. I like to imagine that she um, slightly went a bit mad and dressed herself like Victoria. Yeah. Nice, a little <laughs> bell, perhaps. So she looks like she's in the musical Cats. Yeah. <laughs> Single white cat. See, I'm just full of movie references tonight, guys. <laughs> That's what I do. She was dressed like a cat. Oh yeah. my god. I mean that, that was the great. only other company she had. So, yeah, to, so to, to get that's a sense so of great. kinship that and was community. Her Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Victoria. Oh, man. Um, weirdly, the cat in Cats is called Victoria. I wonder if that's why. No. Hey. Yeah, the oh, maybe. white cat. <gasps> I've never seen cats in any of its iterations. So oh, that means you don't mental. know what a jellical cat is, and I definitely know what a jellical cat is. I've no but idea. Have you heard it though, Taylor? I know some of the yeah. I mean, we all know like the the well known songs from it. Yeah, but I don't know the storyline. Like there is I mean, one. There, no. to be fair, I and went down didn't... a cat's rabbit hole last year when that Did movie you? came out. Yeah, <laughs> I'd never seen it before, but I do like musicals. Like I've always known musicals, mm. and I went down a rabbit hole because i was like what is this crazy movie and the more yeah. i the more i explored it the less it made sense like there is no story they're just okay. all trying to get into no. heaven and they all sing a song about how they want to get into heaven and then the shitty cat gets into heaven and that's the end that yeah sounds about it's right absolutely bonkers but it's that with james corden basically is the, oh, uh, the movie I, version when i was 10 i got to see the musical and I'm so it was jealous. Really exciting, but fucking oh, I, weird. I bet you were like, like I remember. I went to see the the movie. I went to see it at the cinema because we were all like, "Oh, this is supposedly so bad. Let's just go and watch it." Yeah. Um, and it was quite funny because we were all sort of laughing at it. But there was this little girl in the front row, and she was loving it. And we were Aww. like, "We need to hold off our kind of sarcastic, yeah, don't adult yeah. shit." Game. Yeah, agree. exactly. Yeah. So I was proud of us all that we shut the fuck up during that movie. <laughs> Oh, um, that's and, nice. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I uh, loved everything. Again, like talk about privilege. Like anything I saw in the theater as a child, I loved. Like there was yeah. just there was no bar. It was just the magic of the sound and the energy in there. And you it know, was a so. really big deal because, like, yeah. so when I was ten, I was in the choir, and um, we sang "Memory" from Cats. Mm. And it was as if, like, how I imagine cooler people that are younger than me would have, like, if they'd been allowed to sing Britney Spears or something. Like, it was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God, we're singing from, like, this is really happening. Like, it's we're the coolest people. Yeah. <laughs> I love that that's your coolest memory. It is memory, like, literally. <laughs> Seriously, all of, all of my other memories are just... Like... I was in this, like... You know, I always talk about growing up outside of Pittsburgh and it was like there were no theaters where I was, but like Pittsburgh mm-hmm. had the theater, like big metropolis Pittsburgh. 
And one of the nicest things my dad ever did was he bought tickets for me and a friend to go see West Side Story. And we were young and it was a big deal to like, he had talked yeah, to you feel like the ushers to let yeah. us in and like show us our seats. And I was just blown away. And West Side Story is fucking amazing. Like, yeah. It's great. And yeah, but we were so young. We we're like, oh my God, this is amazing. So anyway. <laughs> Oh, anyway, cool. well, guys, she Ada was wearing a <laughs> <laughs> so not just like a cat. <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, how did we get on the magic of theater? What was Ada wearing? Weirdly, as she came out, she came out clicking. No, she, she came out in a reindeer hide that she'd sort of made a jacket from wow. herself because she's born. Nice. She's incredible. I love this woman. She's, she's pretty amazing. Great. Yeah. She is amazing. She gets back to Alaska. Katie, you're sort of almost going to get your happy ending here, but obviously oh. what we've heard so far, it's apart from the incompetence on um, Stephenson's part of sending them out there without really thinking about it, we've not had a crime yet. But basically oh. she gets back... Everything goes crazy. The newspaper, she's being dubbed the female Robinson Crusoe. She hates the attention. She hates it. But she's reunited with Bennett. Um, and this is enough for her. And although Stephenson pays her less than he said he would. Oh, come on. Yes, Ew. exactly. She could afford treatment for her son's tuberculosis. So she gets back. She gets reunited with her son. Now we get to the actual crime part of this. <laughs> I realise we've already been chatting for a while. so I'm gonna... Hang on. Her son had TB when she left. Yeah. He had TB for two years and survived. I mean, apparently so. He was he was alive. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm no a TB not. expert. I just he always have this. The good drugs. Yeah, no, he got the good drugs. No, I just How often I do you guys people... talk about tuberculosis? Do you know what? It's, come, it's been coming up a lot recently, actually. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it does come up in cases. <laughs> we should certainly know more. It's called the consumption. It comes up. Oh, yeah. Actually, where I'm from, there was like a tuberculosis hospital because of the heirs of the Isle of Wight. It was supposedly the air was really good. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. That does not exist anymore. Basically, Ada gets back. She is accused of a crime at this point. What is she accused of? She's accused of a she crime. She is accused murder. of a crime. Murder. Uh, yeah, she murdered murder. Lorne. Yeah. Okay, the murder of Lorne. Interesting. Or she neglected Lorne to death. Yeah. Interesting. Taylor, got anything? They I'm call just her angry. <laughs> what did you yeah. say, Katie? They call her Gone Girl. <laughs> it's, it's manslaughter. She is accused... Of Lorne's death through oh, negligence. Say, that's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Isn't it? To be like you're you're in a fucking expedition where everyone's dying, but it's your fault that that guy died. I did wonder why she was caring for him for so long. I was thinking there must be like contextual reasons that that meant that gave her like an invested interest in his survival, and she probably must have known that she'd be in trouble if yeah. she survived and he didn't yeah, oh she my gosh must have known that they would be accounted for and she would have to account for all of them when they like, got back yeah suddenly she's god and she was supposed to save everybody yeah but also that thing of being a woman as well i think comes down to like if she's there to cook and stuff but it doesn't matter that she hasn't got anything to cook with because no one's hunting yeah she's doing it all all herself um so mm. basically she was wow. accused by one of the men who rescued her on the boat and he did something underhand i mean and by underhand i mean just downright awful he read her diary he did something to her diary to try and prove that she was guilty what do you think <gasps> he did oh no he edited her? it yeah. yeah 
edited it, doctored it. Well, yeah, I don't know what else it would be. What else can you do to a diary? Or or he removed pages. No, it's better to doctor. Oh, no, he burnt it. No, Taylor, you're right. He tore out pages of her diary where she detailed the care that she'd given Lorne. Why? Yeah, why? I know, I know. Like, he just, I, I don't know why he would do this, but it was proven, 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 proven. Well, our politicians recently have defined misogyny for us, and I think, <laughs> although it could have gone either way. Do you know what? I bet he be was like... to a man. I bet this guy was like, hey, we've rescued you now. Fuck me. <gasps> As thanks. Ooh. And she was like, yeah, maybe not, mate. I'm just trying to save my t- poor yeah. deep TB orphan son. And then he was like, right, well, I'm going to get you in trouble. Yes, I hate burn, how burn. plausible that is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we. this is the thing. We. Uh, I don't, I, I couldn't find out through the research what, why, but yeah, why would this guy have such a fucking problem with this woman who is being held, like heralded a hero, really, because she survived. So the shittery does not end there, though. Don't you worry. Um, soon after a return. Or um, a book- for balance. So if there are pages missing, I suppose you can see that through the tears. But we have to believe because that would come from her, right? That would be her defense. Still holding out that maybe Ada tortured all these men. <laughs> Just because it's good to... And then documented it. And then documented it. Do you know what? He apologised for doing it and admitted to it. Oh, wow. I know, Taylor, I know you hate women, but it's it's not your night. (laughs) Misandry goes every direction. (laughs) So basically, um, soon after her return, a book was written, uh, which was very successful, called The Adventure of Wrangell Island. Who do you think wrote it? And took all the money for it, and I'll give you a clue: it wasn't Ada. Oh, oh Benny no. Stephenson. Page Nicker. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Ste- Page oh, Nicker. No, Stephenson. Stephenson. Yeah. Taylor. I don't think he's a good enough writer. <laughs> the cat. <laughs> Victoria the cat. X Vix. <laughs> I mean, is so so it's somebody that we've heard of in the story. So it's either the the dude, the bad dude, or it's a famous writer and you would have prompted us on that already so yeah it's the bad dude yeah it was stephenson um he said that ada's story was the most romantic in arctic history oh my god well he would say that about his own fucking book yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly the the adventure that he didn't have the balls to go on yeah (laughs) and it was awful as well and he caused it it's kind of like yeah so he made loads of money from her story and ada lived till 85 dying in 1983 Whoa! Um, I know she died in poverty she didn't make any sort of money from this yeah she didn't like the limelight so I kind of when I was choosing this case I'm like well she doesn't like the limelight so it's kind of like then you sort of start talking about it on a podcast but I think it's I don't know with this she was so fucked over by so many people like you don't have to love the limelight you can get fucking residuals and royalty you know what I mean like you don't have to like the limelight you can get what he said exactly you can get a fair wage first of all exactly did her son survive did he have a lovely life Bennett survived I believe yes So let's hear it for the remarkable resilience and bravery of Ada Blackjack. Cheers, guys. And a little nod to Bennett Blackjack as well. And Victoria Blackjack. I assume the cat took (laughs) Ada's last name. (laughs) The cat made more money than she did. Victoria Blackjack Blackjack is such a good name for a cartoon cat. Or a drag queen. It is (laughs) great. Yes. 
also that. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Guys, we have just got enough time for a listener crime. Now, this listener <laughs> crime is interesting because it's almost a case within itself. This is a listener who's written to us telling us about a murder that happened in her family back in the day. Whoa. But because there's not quite enough information for us to do it as a whole episode, I thought let's bring it in as a listener crime. Ooh. So... Let Speed me your detectives, let's do <laughs> Dear lovely drunk women, I thought this story might interest you. A few years ago, my mum and I started looking at her Scottish ancestry. This involved looking at birth and death certificates. And we were very surprised to come across one ancestor's death certificate with the cause of death given as stabbed to the heart with a knife. Death instantaneous. Whoa. Maybe they were a vampire. <laughs> it doesn't say they weren't. <laughs> okay, that's a solid theory. Continue. The man's name was Dracula. <laughs> was, um, Robert Orr. That's O-R-R, not Robert Orr, Simon. It's Robert Orr. Um, <laughs> Robert Orr, Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been better. Damn. And he died in Paisley, aged 33 in 1858. We did a quick search through news Sarah's articles got a question. the time. Go on. When you say he died in Paisley, do you mean the town or the fabric? <laughs> I'm going to assume both. Great yes! question. It's <laughs> a very good question. I want to be married in Paisley. Married. Buried. Either way. Look, I've got Paisley behind me. It's oh, my yeah. Okay. Carry Someone's on. into it. I shouldn't make cocktails, guys. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I know. I love anyone that shows their wallpaper on a podcast. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we did a quick search through news articles from the time and found that the story of a working man returning from the pub with a couple of pals and going to investigate some yelling by the infirmary door um, where he was fatally stabbed in the chest. The man who killed him. So this is this is Robert Orr. This is her, her grandfather. They found this. Um, the man who killed him was William Wiley, the professional gentleman, son of a wealthy and well-connected family. Uh. He was the nephew of a late procurator, fucking hell, procurator, fiscal for the country, for the county, procurator, fiscal. He was the nephew yeah. of someone really rich. <laughs> it was seen. He had some mental health issues that they were aware of. Um, he went to trial but was found not guilty due to insanity. But here's the twist. Yeah. The wife of the murdered man was pregnant. It was the Orr's fifth child who was sickly and apparently didn't reach adulthood. However, this child was named after the murderer. What? What? Wait. I mean, oh, that's literally... She... In... Then Sorry, go on. That's the father then, isn't it? Murdered him because it was his baby and he wanted to become the, ba the proper baby daddy. I mean, this was my first instinct as What's well. What's the name? So What's the, the name... name that he was named after again? William Wiley? Yeah. Like, so the is, got... is there any chance that they were like, oh, I just can't think of a name. I've just got the name William in my head for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, let's say, oh, shit, it's too late. It was the guy that killed my husband. It is Do a very know... poetic name, it it's got Actually, it's a popular name, that's true. Alliteration. Do you know what, though? This is even weirder than that because it was a girl called Catherine, but she was called Catherine Wiley Orr. So it was the surname. Okay, okay that's not a coincidence. That, okay. It's not now, yes, that. I'm sorry, William Wiley is her father. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Is that, I mean, does she know? She doesn't know. It's this is the question. No, she says it's funny though because after it put named after the murderer and she's put what and you guys all went what. <laughs> so, 
So they have no idea why. We only know from her birth certificate um, and we've never got to the bottom of it. So weird. Have you got any theory? She said most of the news articles reporting the murder barely mention Robert and go on and on about Wiley in a very sympathetic tone. Um, I have read a couple of very long articles um, I could find from the trial in the September and they gave nothing away either. So, What year did this murder happen? It happened in 1858. I think this is a love story. I'm sorry, but I think Robert Orr was a a wife beater and a philanderer and made his wife's life a misery. And then when she got pregnant with William Wiley's child, he stepped up and was like, I can't let you bring another child into this world with this man. And so he stabbed him through the heart. It was very symbolic because he, he hadn't, hadn't given enough of his heart as well. Like, did her. he did he really have mental health issues, or had he been committed by someone else? And was it the husband? Right. And is okay. this also a Pixar film waiting to happen? <laughs> this is absolutely because they're Pixar going darker film. and darker. Like Soul, that went what, there. That which, was deep. So I think we can one do this. Of the five children is her parent. Do we know that? Oh, um, mm. what, the, the uh, Iona who... Yeah, lovely was. name. It is a lovely name, isn't it? But it would be like her great-great-great-grandfather. It wouldn't be her parent from like... Oh. If you see what I mean. Yeah, so it's got, it, it's a few, but it's her Oh, yeah, mom's... of course it is. It's so long yeah. ago. <laughs> um, it's her mum's lineage, her, her Scottish ancestry. Uh-huh. Um, and she found this, this, this murder. Oh, okay. And yeah, because they only had birth and death certificates, she could find how he died... And the fact that this kid was named after the murderer. Oh, boy. That's but I think, so Sarah, I think you're up. onto something, that there's something to do with the... I feel like yeah. it's obvious. I think that the person... Who, I, I think Iona's in a little bit of denial here. It's like, sorry. <laughs> but like, you're not this is the point. This is the point on who do you think you are where they'd make her cry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like the thing cry, that she always knew deep in her soul, but she never wanted to confront it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Iona, I hope that's helped. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry you've been manipulated by reality TV, but great to know your ancestors. Or that could very well be her theory. And she's like, let's see if the drunk women can align. Yeah, Uh, we said what at the same time. What? Great minds. (laughs) Because they must have had chats. I just like, I love like, yeah, family history and stuff like this. So fascinating. Mm. It's a weird one too, because some parts of the family can be very repressed and not want to mention it ever or or as my mum would say, air your dirty laundry in public. And then other parts of the family are like, what the fuck? We need to get to the bottom of this. So it's always really yeah. like, what's going on in the family? Who wants the truth and who's hiding stuff? Yeah. Uh, hidden in plain sight, though, if your yeah. husband gets well, killed by someone. Yeah, very like... badly. In pl- like, it's like a double bluff. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a cocky move, for sure. It is, right? It's insane. <laughs> I love it. Well, Iona, thank you so much for listening. And um, yeah, all that remains to do is to say, Sarah, what are you up to? Where can people oh, find you? Jesus, um, like nothing. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I, sorry, carry on with the question and I'll answer it. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, it's just... <laughs> I'm on my where... fifth Prosecco or something. <laughs> Yay. Uh, just tell us where, where, we can, where we can find you if people want to know more. I am on all your socials at Sazzy Mills so you can follow me on Twitter Instagram Facebook and TikTok on there I do put out a lot of content all around um, so please do follow me because my content is lit (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here first guys follow Sarah Mills and 
Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Thank you, Sarah Mills. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening.